Hello, and welcome to the Pursuit City Church podcast. Our mission is to lead people to know the love of Jesus Christ. Our prayer is that you will feel encouraged as well as challenged through the Word of God. If you need prayer or want to share your story, please send an email to info at PursuitCC.com. Get ready to enjoy this message. God bless. Uh, He is actually on our board uh, for the church. I've known Pastor Manuel Man, since 2009, 2010, something like that, it's been, we're losing count. We're losing count. It's been a long time I've known him. He's a great friend, a trusted friend. I love him dearly. And he pastors a great church in San Antonio, where I'm from. That's where we met. And uh, Experience Church up there in San Antonio. Yeah. Do we have any people from Experience Church here this morning? All right. There you go. People made the trip just to come see their pastor. Can you believe that? I don't get that look. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No, man. So he's just a blessing to us. Uh, we're, we're so thankful he's with us this morning. So you do me a favor and welcome Pastor Manuel Magana to the stage. Love you, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Have fun. Thank you. All right. Can you give Pastor Matt and Cheryl a hand clap? Pastor Matt and Cheryl, they're dear friends of mine. And I've... Uh, I knew single Matt um, before, before Cheryl came around um, and made Matt a better person, and uh, so I've known him for a long time, and it's a joy to be here. Thank you to those who came from back home. I didn't even know you were coming, except for, well, two of y'all I knew, but uh, we love you, and thank you for that. Um, just thank you for having us. Thank you for having me. I say us because I'm, I'm amongst family here, too, from San Antonio and here. It's good to see y'all. Uh, always a joy to be here in, in Corpus with Matt. And uh, other friends of mine that, that I've made here in the city, but um, I, I always tell, I always tell myself when I'm coming, like I'm gonna see how Matt shows off this time when I come. Um, I always tell people like he's a great leader, he's a great pastor, he's a great minister, but of course when I come he has to hop on the piano and can sing too. So uh, yeah, then I pray over the jealousy I battle regarding Matt. But uh, it's a joy to be here, and uh, thank y'all for having me. Before I get started, um, uh, you know, if you don't know, Pursuit City Church and Pastor Matt and Cheryl, they were sewing into our church before our church began. Um, in fact, um, they were the ones, uh, just just how things worked out, uh, who um, donated every chair or every chair in our sanctuary um, to our church. Um, and just how that came about, just a story in itself. But anyways, our church has been blessed by, by Matt and Cheryl and Pursuit City Church before our doors were even open. Yeah, give them a hand. That's a big deal. But uh, we've been sewing into Pursuit City Church. Back at home, we say generosity is not an option. It's a must. Uh, we say prosperity has a purpose. Its purpose is people. And, um, and we believe in that. And we, we, we are a church that gives around the world. What comes in, we give out. And uh, so today, uh, um, I tell you what, um, come up, come up here, Malachi. Take this to your dad. We we got a check to sew into the to the new building campaign for y'all. Okay, so take that to your dad. All right, don't spend it. <laughs> take it to your dad. And uh, just to let you know that you're not alone. We love you, and uh, we are a church that believes in sowing and reaping. So uh, we're gonna sow into your ministry. It's an honor and a pleasure to do that. So uh, we love you, Matt. Love you, Cheryl. And, and God bless you. Okay, keep going strong. And uh, thank you for having us, okay? Now let's hop into this. I won't be long. I'm going to go to Matthew chapter 7. As I was praying and, and the Lord began to lead me, I've learned sometimes the Lord takes me back. He takes me back a little bit uh, as I'm praying about, Lord, what do you want to talk about? What, what are we doing? Um, you know, what you want to say? I always tell people when I stand up here, it's not me speaking. It's the Spirit of my Father speaking through me. You direct me. You lead me. You guide me. That, that whole thing. And, and it's a big deal. I don't blow it off as anything. It's, they're important words. And uh, I've learned sometimes he takes me back. And he takes me back in the sense of like, man, you know, that something needs to be, let's call it re-solidified or spread in regards to what has been spoken before. So Matthew chapter 7 is a place I want to take you to, to kind of dive into this thought this morning. And uh, we're going to read a scripture here. And um, our main text is verses 7 and 8. But uh, we're going to read through, through 11, just kind of get started here, okay? So look at your neighbor and tell them, I love you. <laughs> tell them they look good. Compliment your neighbor real quick. Tell them they look nice. They look good. 
And uh, let's start getting into the word here, all right? Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if, or if he asks for a fish, will you give him a snake? If you then, though, you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him. Let's go back to verse 8 real quick. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, the one who knocks the door will be open. Um, let's say a prayer, then we'll get going. Father, we thank you today. We thank you, Father God, for your word. We thank you now, Father, you speak through me. I pray now, Father, according to Acts 2.42, your word is Steve gladly. According to Acts 19.20, your word will prevail. According to Matthew 10.20, even as I stand here, the spirit of my Father will speak through me. I pray now, according to Hebrews 4.12, Lord, your word is quick and powerful. And according to John 6.63, your word is your spirit in life today. Use these lips of clay to speak your word without error and excellence. For we gather to hear the truth of your word and not the opinion of man. So therefore, Father, I pray, according to John 3.30, I will decrease. You will increase, Lord. And Father, let everything spoken today be of your will. Let it take root in our hearts and we shall see the fruit of it, Father. For we gather to hear the truth of your word and not the opinion of man. So use these lips of clay to speak your word without error and excellence according to your desire. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone says, I've learned in life and I'm continuing to learn the importance of communication. Communication as a leader, as a pastor, as a friend, as a son, just as an individual in general. Communication is key. Sometimes the lack of communication becomes the downfall of a marriage. It becomes the downfall of a relationship. It becomes the downfall of a business. The downfall of accomplishing goal. Communication is vital and it's important. People need to talk. They need to kind of explain things well. They need to be able to um, converse amongst themselves to figure out situations or develop plans or put a team together and run a team together. Communication is vital. I have sat down in sessions with people that are married and trying to continue in their marriage and we look into communication issues and we start to realize there's several or look into issues at a church or within a business and start to realize we fail to communicate goals or plans or ideas and this communication aspect of life seems to be something that will never go away. We just have to get better at it to be honest with you and I have learned that communication is a two-way street. Say amen to that. You have to speak and you have to listen as well and I've learned this that God is an incredible listener. If you've, never, if you've never caught that revelation of God, you need to, we, we sometimes talk about God speaking and how powerful it is. I have this conviction that God's a better listener than speaker, to be honest with you, because how he manages to listen to me every day, I don't know. And some of y'all, maybe you agree with that too, with, your, you know, just when you think about your conversations, the way you are sometimes, like, like God listens to me every day. He's an incredible listener. And in case you didn't know, you and I were created to communicate. You and I were created to talk with one another, speak with one another. In fact, many times, and we try to encourage people with this, you need people to talk with in life. You need people to communicate in life. You know, Jesus didn't do life alone. He had 12 guys with them. Three were in a circle, shared things with them, communicated with them. And if you think you're going to get through this life without communicating, yeah, you're going to have a long road ahead of you. You have to communicate. But I tell you today what I've learned, and as I'm continuing to learn through life, is that we were actually created to communicate with our Creator. Apart from our creator, to be honest with you, creation cannot exist to its fullest. And part of living on this earth is not just communicating with one another as human beings, as men and women, as husbands and wives, as family. Part of our living here on earth is communicating with our creator. Say communicate. communicate. It's a very interesting thought because the truth of the matter is, unless we communicate with our creator, we're going to be in some trouble. We're going to have some hard times going to be some difficult things going on, and we'll see it unfold in our life. And the greatest way, and I tell you there's no greater way than to communicate with God than by praying. Say amen to that. <laughs> some of y'all just realize, oh, he's talking about prayer today. Yeah, I am. Church, I tell you today, without prayer, we're in trouble. Without prayer, there's going to be a long road ahead. I talk to leaders about, even back in my church sometimes and, you know, we, we start to realize more and more the, 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 the need for prayer in our lives. And I'm going to give you just our simple definition of prayer this morning. And there's many, but here's our simple one. Prayer is intentional, intentional. Prayer is intentional communication with God. Say intentional. Y'all ever been talking to somebody and, and you can tell that they don't really want to talk? Or has somebody been talking to you and you're like, not right now. Like intentional communication is important. 
There's purpose behind it. There's a reason behind it. There's even goals behind it. Like, like this intentional communication, which by the way, side note, I love you. This is just, if I can be a little pastoral with you today, I don't mean praying in your car on your way to work. I know, I know, like, I know. Don't get mad at me. Sit down, sit down, sir. Church is not over. Don't get mad at me, but prayer is not, you know, on the treadmill getting your prayers up as you're running and walking. Husbands and wives don't look at me funny. The only time you communicate with your husband or wife was while you're driving on the road to pick up the kids, you know things would not be looking well. I'm talking about intentional communication. Having purposeful time with God and telling God, this is what's on my mind. This is what's going on. This is what's happening. Intentional communication, thanking God, giving him praise, giving him honor. Can I give you another side note? Don't come before God with petitions and requests first. Come before him with thanksgiving in your heart first. So many times in our lives, we we bust out our list before God. And trust me, we're supposed, and we'll get to that in a second, we're supposed to bring our list before God. But last I checked, his Bible says, enter his gates with thanksgiving in your hearts. Is it possible you haven't gotten to the deepest place of intimacy with him because you haven't gotten past the gate with thankfulness in your heart? There's got to be thankfulness in our hearts. Is there intentional thankfulness given to God as we pray? Is there intentional gratitude given to him? Are we intentionally looking for him and seeking him and asking him and, 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 and coming to him? Church, I tell you today that when we pray, we're not just displaying that I want relationship with God. We're displaying I need relationship with God. Like I have to have relationship with God. And it has to be something that, that is taking place in my life. And any, any serious or meaningful relationship must have consistent intentional communication. Any serious, meaningful relationship that wants to thrive and, and do well and grow has to have intentional communication. And we have to have that intentional communication with our creator as well. We strive, we must strive, we must strive to make prayer a daily discipline. I've learned and I'm continuing to learn the most important conversations I will ever have in life are with God. Those are the most important conversations I'll ever have. More important than than, than family, more important than leading a church, more important than with friends, more important than with my boss, more important with the, long story, I got a court case next week. I'm not in trouble. We're trying to evict somebody from a property I have, so don't get it twisted. But more important than I have to, to talk to a judge, more important, the most important conversations I will ever have in life are with God. Those are the most important conversations you and I will ever have. Before I talk to any other person, the most important person to communicate with is my God. So that should give us a different take on how important kind of what our day-to-day life is at. We have to-do lists and we have places to go and things to do, but have we been communicating with our God? So my question then is this. If, if the most important conversations we will ever have in life are with God, are we missing out on conversations? Are we missing out on important conversations that we need to be having? Are we missing out on on important conversations that we need to have with our creator and talking to him and spending time with him? See, I tell you today in the book of Matthew, Jesus delivers what we all know, or maybe you don't know, it's okay, but it's known as the Sermon on the Mount. And in this amazing sermon, he actually addresses prayer. And I submit to you, he is not just addressing the necessity of prayer. He's addressing the importance of persistent prayer. Simply put, I'll put it like this, through the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus established prayer as a daily practice, right on the Sermon on the Mount. He's established prayer as a daily practice that needs to be exercised continuously every single day. Let's go back to our main text, verse 7 and 8. I think it's on the screen. So let's read that again. It says, ask and it will be given to you. Say ask. Seek and you will find. Say seek. Knock. Say knock. And the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives. One who seeks finds. The one who knocks, the door will be opened. I think when we read this text, if we're honest with ourselves, the words that jump out to us pretty quickly are given to you. Everyone likes to receive things. The words that jump out to us quickly are you will find. Yeah, we like to find things that are beneficial to us. The words that jump out quickly, and I'm guilty of it too, is doors will be open. Hallelujah. Praise God. Church is over. Doors will be open. How amazing is that? And I think these jump out to us quickly, and they should, but what if I told you these are not the words that Jesus was emphasizing? In the fact, in the original Greek, the, the words Jesus was emphasizing was three words. Ask, seek, knock. 
Look, real quick, he wasn't painting, Jesus was not painting this vending machine, vending machine theology. That just one prayer and we're good. Just one time today and, and we're fine. Put your money in, it'll come out. Send your prayers up, it's going to happen. He wasn't saying that. And we kind of get this mixed up because Jesus nowhere is he saying like, don't worry about this ask, seek, knock thing. Just do it once every now and then you're fine. Rather, Jesus taught the people this, that continuous prayer will produce results. What if I told you he was teaching the people that those who receive have been asking. Those who find have been seeking. Those whom the door is open have been knocking. Say ing. Say ing. I'm going to get this in your heart. Say ing. I know it sounds weird, but it's important. Ing, those three letters. I-N-G. Sometimes three letters keep us from a miracle. I-N-G, ask ing, seek ing, knock ing. Look at your neighbor and tell him ing. It sounds a weird thing, but it's powerful. When he uses words like ask, seek, and knock, he's not implying a one-time act. He's not suggesting an occasional activity. He is saying we must develop a healthy, consistent, persistent prayer life. And when this is developed in our life, I declare in the name of Jesus, there will be great reward in Jesus' name. And that's your title, really, if you want to write it down. Ask-ing, seek-ing, knock-ing. The ask, seek, and knock, I think, if we're not careful, comes down to this theology kind of way, in a sense, where it's just a one-time thing. And Jesus is like, this is not a one-time thing. This is a daily practice every day in our lives. Let me remind you what James 5.16 says. I show you in the Amplified. Back at our church, we like to use like 10 different versions of the Bible. The heartfelt and persistent, say persistent, persistent prayer of a righteous man, believer, can accomplish much. When put into action and made effective by God, it is dynamic and can have tremendous power. The heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man. Did it say one-time prayer? Did it say occasional prayer? Did it say when you feel like praying? Did it say when everything goes bad and pray? No. The heartfelt, persistent prayer of a righteous man, believer, can accomplish much. Side note, can we highlight also the word real quick? Righteous man, let's be obedient people praying to God. Let's be people who are desiring to follow God's commands and walk in his ways. Let's be people like that, lifting up our voices to the Lord. And to simply put it like this, let's not be bad children asking good things from a good father. Let's be obedient children asking amazing things from an incredible father who's willing to answer our prayers. But even let the obedient ones who follow the commands be people who are praying consistently, persistently, and daily and see the effect and the reward of persistent daily prayer in our lives. So ultimately, if Jesus is teaching that those who have been getting doors open are knocking and those who are finding have been seeking and those where the door has been open have been asking to whom there have been much given, they have been asking so then I tell you today, I think there's something about this ask-ing, seek-ing, knock-ing we kind of need to look at. Because ultimately, asking, seek-ing, and knock-ing are accomplished through prayer. They're accomplished through prayer. They're accomplished through prayer. So if we can take these three words and kind of dissect them here for a, minute, for a few minutes. This asking through prayer. Asking through prayer. Say asking. We depend on God every day, don't we? Say amen to that. I have to depend on God every day. I don't care if it's just driving to work, pumping gas in my car, getting the assignment in on time, getting the job done in time. I have to depend on God every day. So can I tell you something? If we're to depend on God every day, we should ask from God every day. We should ask from him. Did you know the needs of your life are important to God? What you need in life is important to him. Your strength, your peace, your joy, your protection, your sanity, your direction, your, your, the goals, the vision he's given. It's all important to God. They all come from God, so they're important to him. In fact, we must remember, that I, can, can I remind you, that we are actually instructed to ask from the Lord daily. You're actually told, you and I are actually told to ask from God Daily. Say daily. You don't believe me? I got you. Matthew 6, 11. Put it on the board. 
Give us this day our... Ah, wait a minute. In the model prayer Jesus set up for all of us to see and to always remember, he used the word daily. He said, give us this day our daily bread. Isn't it interesting? Is Jesus saying to ask, when, when, when he's giving this prayer, give us this day our daily bread, did he say, give me tomorrow's bread? Did he say, give me next week's bread? Did he say, give me next month's bread? He said, no, give me my daily bread. I want today's bread. Say today. I want today's bread, Tuesday's bread. And by the way, I want today's bread today. I want today's bread this day. I need it this day. Church, if you need something today, you need to ask for it today. If you need something to get through today, ask for it today. And I tell you, in order to request daily bread, we must offer up daily prayers. You cannot, and I repeat, we cannot, and we need to stop thinking that because I asked yesterday, I'm good for today. Stop trying to get through today, today's battle with yesterday's strength. Stop trying to get through today with yesterday's joy. What if I told you that God had fresh bread for his followers every single day? He doesn't want you to live off yesterday's strength. He doesn't want you to lift off yesterday's joy. He don't want you to lift off, yes, live off yesterday's provision. He says, I will give you what you need today. I am so glad my God is not a God of leftovers. He is a God of fresh daily bread that says, I'll give you strength joy peace for today say today we have to offer up daily prayers because if we're starving today ask yourself have I asked today if I'm lacking peace today have I asked for peace today let's stop trying to survive the whole week I say this in love stop trying to last the whole week off one Sunday service Let's get before God daily, pray to God daily, ask of God daily, saying, God, I need your help today, <laughs> today, today, today. Give us this day our daily bread. We can't, we can't, we, look at, I appreciate when, like, my mom will call me over for dinner and lunch, and she's an incredible cook. And, you know, I... I had to ask God to forgive me because there was this one time in my life where my mom would cook. And I did this for like two, three years, Gilbert, and I thought it was pretty funny. But my mom would cook, and she's a great cook. But she'd ask me, hey, how, how was the food? And I'd be like, it was okay, mom. And I would do that. And she's like, oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah, it was okay. It was, it was all right. And my theory was, Gilbert, I was joking in my head. I want to keep her on her toes, you know, like keep, keep trying. Keep, keep, keep. Now, some of you moms want to throw something at me already. I know. But listen, the day finally came. Well, I don't know if my mom was having a bad day or something, but uh, it was me and my brothers, and we were at an office, and my mom was like, uh, I think one of my brothers asked, Mom, are you going to make dinner today or something? I was going to go by the house. Do you want me to bring something? You want me to She's like, well, every time I cook, none of y'all, none of y'all eat. And I was like, what? I was like, Mom, I eat all the time when you tell me to come and eat. I eat whatever you make. And she goes, yeah, but you never like it. You say it's just okay. I was like, oh, you have been listening. And I was like, oh, man. And I was like, Mom. I was just playing. It's good. It's incredible. She's like, no, I'm just going to give you leftovers from now on. I was like, oh. I was like, mom, don't, please, wait, wait, what are, let's talk. Let's communicate here. What happened? What did I do wrong? And she's like, you always say you, like, you don't like it. Like, no, mom, I love your food. She's like, well, you don't say anything. You don't even ask for me to cook for you anymore. And I was like, wow, mom, you really took this to heart. And I started to think about something. How many times is our Father in heaven actually desiring to give us what we need today and saying, I want to give you so much, but because you haven't asked, I have had to keep the windows of heaven shut. Church, there's nothing wrong with asking from God. We are supposed to ask from God, but let's make it a daily practice in our lives. Stop, and I say this with just imploring you, and I preach this myself, stop thinking that we can get by today with yesterday's prayer. Let's ask from God today and see how good of a father he is to provide for us what we need today. Give the Lord a hand clap this morning. Asking through prayer, two, seeking, seeking, say seeking. 
Tell your neighbor seeking. Like other relationships, when we meet a person or you meet an individual, you begin to seek that person out, especially when there's interest involved. You find out about them. You learn about them. When you pray, you seek God. You, did you know you can find out more about who God is through prayer? You, you seek him. You, you inquire of him. You desire to know him more. <laughs> um, when I was youth pastoring, I, I, some of these little kids, like they're not little, but you know, teenagers, and they go out on dates and, oh, how did it go? Because you know, you just engage in their life as a youth pastor. And I remember one kid told me one time, like, oh, it, it was pretty cool. I was like, oh, what'd y'all do? He's like, oh, we we went to, <laughs> he said we went to McDonald's and had dinner. I was like, oh, sweet man. And uh, I was like, what'd y'all talk about? He's like, nothing. <laughs> oh, nothing. He's like, not really. We didn't say much. I was like, did you drop, get to know each other at all? He was like. Nah, she's cool though. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, all right, um, did you learn anything more about her? She likes Jordans. And I was like, love's in the air, cool. <laughs> and and <laughs> as time went on, uh, lo and behold, uh, you know, that actually, it's really funny, it, that young couple actually ended up getting married years later. And I was like, what? <laughs> I, got married. I found out they got married. And I ran into him. And um, I was like, man, I remember when you went on your first date. He's like, yeah, I remember I told you about it. I was like, yeah. I had a question. How did it go from not talking to McDonald's to having kids now? And he goes, he goes well, I was really shy. He said, I, was, I remember that. I was really shy. And he said, well, and, but I kind of got through the shyness and I started to ask her more questions about herself. And so it stood out to me. He said, as I begin to ask her more questions about herself, I begin to realize how much even more I, I'm liking and attracted to this person. And I started to think, as when I remember this conversation, how much does God want to reveal to us on a daily basis if we just ask him? If we just come and seek him? Did you know God is endless, limitless, and boundless? You and I will never live long enough to discover all of God. And yet here he is saying through prayer, I want you to seek and you're going to find. See, we need to stop just seeking for things through prayer and start seeking for a person through prayer. Start to get to know God. God, I love you. God, I want to know you more. God, show me throughout the day when you're working or when, let me hear you when you're speaking. God, reveal to me what you want to show me. Help me to see what, what you want me to see. God, I'm seeking for you. God, even as I pray to you right now, God, I just want to know you more. Sense your love more. Know of your peace more. Know of your joy more. Know, know of your presence more, God. Lord, as I look out into the world, like, Lord, Lord, help me to see what you see. Help me become familiar with what you're watching and seeing. And help me to notice the things you notice, God. Though that's seeking him, that's getting to know him, knowing his heart, knowing his thought process, knowing what it is that, that, that is going on in, 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 heaven, in heaven through the mind of our Father. Church, take the time to speak to him daily. Take the time to be in his presence daily. Get to know him. Have conversation. The more we're going to, and I declare in the name of Jesus that the more we seek him, the more we're going to fall in love with him. The more we're going to realize there's so much beauty to this person we call God, we call King, we call Lord. Sit still and do this on a daily basis. Focus on him. Psalm 63.1, the Wycliffe Bible. Look what David said. My God, God, my God, I wake up early. Say early. And I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh greatly thirsteth for thee here in a desert, deserted land. I tell you, church, that David is saying, I got to get up early today. I got to seek God today. I got to wake up and know that, God, you're the first person I need to communicate with and talk with. Psalm chapter 5, verse 3. In the morning, in the morning, in the morning, O Lord, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I will prepare a prayer and a sacrifice for you and watch and wait for you to speak to my 
heart. In the morning, in the morning. David is saying as soon as the day hits, when the morning comes and the daily, daily, I go through the morning, I'm going to seek my God. I'm going to call to my God. When I wake up early, daily, when I, when, I, when I wake up early in the morning, daily, in the morning, David is declaring that the seeking of God must be a daily occurrence. I need to seek him today. I don't see God as someone who just meets my needs. He's someone I want to know. Church, every day, every day provides us with a new opportunity to discover more about God. Every day provides us with a new opportunity to learn more about God. Every day provides us with a new opportunity to have him reveal himself more to us. Every single day, are we taking advantage of that opportunity? I hope so, because we must continuously and daily be seeking him. The depth of God's love and his character is endless. Let's not miss the daily opportunity to, to discover more of it. Let us remember when we daily pray, we are daily seeking. And in the name of Jesus, when we're daily seeking, we're daily finding. What do I want to find out about God today? And God's saying, seek me today and I'll show you. Seeking God in the name of Jesus. Because even in the darkest and the hardest of days, if you're seeking God, you're going to find something special about him. Even when the times are worst, if you're seeking him, he'll still show you something special about himself. Church, I don't ever want to stop getting to know my God because I've learned the more I get to know him, the more I love him. And I love him more today than when I first got saved. Why? Because he's a never-ending God who's continuously doing incredible things and revealing more things about himself. Church, let us never get tired of seeking after our God every single day. What, the heart of the message, though, I tell you, is actually the third word. It's knocking through prayer. Knocking through prayer. I get the, see, I get the ask part. That, that makes sense. I'm asking of God through prayer. As I read this verse, God, I get the seek part, seeking you, God. Like, I, I get that. That, that, that. Those words seem to, like, they make sense. Where does knocking come in? Knock. I ask, seek, knock. What well, knock, 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 knock? What knock? What do you mean knock? Like knock? But then I started to realize something. Did you know knocking exemplifies Jesus? That when you knock, you, you, you you're imitating Him. You didn't realize it. Matthew chapter seven verse seven. Jesus uses the word knock. We see the word knock in a very profound scripture later on before the Bible shuts or writes its final verse in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. Look at this verse with me. Behold, this is Jesus speaking, by the way. It's in red. Look it up. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. This is Jesus. And by the way, for those of you who want to try to ruin my sermon, it's the same word in Greek, knock and knock in both verses. Matthew 7, knock. Same word in the Greek, knock, in Revelation chapter 3. He's using the exact same word. So here's Jesus telling us in Matthew chapter 7, you need to knock. And in Revelation chapter 3, he says, I'm one who knows about knocking. Clearly, Jesus has experienced knocking. He's telling the church of Laodicea that he is knocking on the door because he desires relationship. He wants fellowship. He wants intimacy. He knocks on the door. But listen, though nobody may answer, he still knocks. Though, though nobody is accepting him, he still knocks. He may be rejected. He may be turned away. He may be put on hold. He may be told, not right now. He is told, Jesus, I ain't got time for you right now. And yet, there he is, still knocking. Though nobody may answer, he still knocks. Is it possible that I have to credit my salvation to the never-ending knocking of Jesus? Is it possible that in the end <laughs> I'm saved just because Jesus was there? And yet I told Jesus, no, I told Jesus, not right now. I told Jesus, I don't have time for you. I told Jesus, God, Jesus, I, just, I don't want to do this right now. And there he was still knocking, still knocking, still knocking, still knocking. 
And yet he does not stop knocking even to the worst of sinners, even to the most horrible people. He continues to knock on the door of their heart saying, I want in. I want to get in. How many are grateful that God never stopped knocking on your door? How many are grateful that God said, I'm going to continue to knock on this thing? You're high. You're drunk. You have nothing to do with me. You have problems with your family. You're a runaway. You're a cutter. You don't know what to do or to think with your life. And there he was. You've been let down, pushed aside. You're divorced. Everything's falling apart. And yet God said, I will continue knocking on the door of your hearts. I don't stop knocking. I continue to knock. You said no to me a million times. And yet, guess who? He continues to knock. Knock and knock and knock. Are you willing to knock when it feels like nobody's answering? Are you willing to knock when it looks like nobody's at home? They're asking, I'm still seeking you. Church, the frequency of your knocking demonstrates the faith in your heart. Just because there's no answer, I still have to knock. I still believe God can hear me. I still believe God is going to move. I still believe God has a plan. I still have to be praying because I know, I know, I know, my God, my God, I can't give up. You didn't give up on me, God. I cannot give up on you. You didn't stop knocking on my door, God. I don't stop knocking on your door, God. I have to keep on knocking. See, the asking and seeking, that's kind of easy because I need things today. I want to get to know God better today. I'm seeking him. But what about when there's no answer from heaven for the biggest prayer in your life? Are you willing to keep knocking? Are you willing to keep banging on that door? But here's where it just blows me away. Did you notice how Jesus knocks on the door? Did you see how he knocks on the door in Revelation chapter 3? When we hear the word knock, we think of a physical contacting to, of an, uh, to gain entrance, the physical contacting of an entrance to gain access. However, I finally realized after quoting this verse and reading this verse just so many times, that that's not the way Jesus knocks. Revelation 3.20, put it back on the board. Is it there? Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice. Wait a minute. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come into him and dine with him and he with me. This whole time, did you think Jesus was there banging on your heart? No. For me, he was literally manual, 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 manual. Because he was determined to get through the door of my heart. He used, listen, he used his voice. Church, when Jesus knocks, he knocks by using his voice. Say voice. I'm going to get this in your heart. Say voice. Holy Spirit, help us say voice. His voice is calling out. His voice, his voice is calling out. His voice is reaching out. Think about this. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. Jesus, who is the son of God, the second person of the Trinity, the perfect one, the all-powerful king of kings. This is Jesus. Jesus, willing to knock on the door, willing to keep knocking on the door of, cre of all his creation with his voice saying, I want in, let me in. He's willing to subject himself to denial and rejection and yet he continues to use his voice to call out the names of those he wants to have relationship with. So I tell you, church, today, we must also knock like Jesus. We must use our voice. We must use our voice. Are we willing to keep praying daily with our voice? Can you keep calling out to God in prayer with your voice? Can you persistently, persistently lift your voice up to him? And we just don't say one prayer. We're coming before God daily saying, my God, my God, I need you. I will not stop asking. I will not stop seeking. My God, my God, I want to continue lifting up my voice. Jesus, you continue to call me by name. I continue to call you by name every single day. So church, don't stop. Silence your voice. Don't keep your mouth quiet. Open up your mouth and lift up your voice in prayer daily. And if there's no answer today, guess what? Go back to the door tomorrow and say, God, here I am again calling out to you. God, here I am again saying how amazing you are. And I go about my day.
pray and nothing happened. The prayer hasn't been answered. Nothing's changed. Well, what now? Here comes the next day. God, I'm still here and I'm still calling out to you, God. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to stop calling out to you. And I go about my day and still nothing happens. Do I stop? Question. Did Jesus stop knocking when we didn't answer? No. He kept calling your name. So I will be like Jesus and go back to him and say, Jesus, 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 I'm still here. I'm not going nowhere. No matter what's happening, I am going to continue knocking on the door of heaven. Question. (laughs) And then finally I go about my day. Lo and behold, the door has been opened. Something great happened. God does answer prayer. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. I do my victory dance and I shout his name. Question, here comes the next day. What happens? I go back to that door again and I say, my God, my God, I love you and I'm grateful, but I'm still calling out to you. Even after you answer my prayer, I do not keep quiet. I am still here on the door of heaven knocking because there is even more doors to see open in the name of Jesus. Church, this beautiful thing that Jesus does to us, his continuous knocking, I'm convinced now He was just giving us the example to follow after we got saved. I've knocked on your heart for so long and you finally answered. Don't stop knocking on the door of heaven because you'll need many answers. But in the name of Jesus, church, I tell you today that when we are daily praying, we are daily knocking on the door of heaven. And when you and I are daily knocking, we're knocking on the door of breakthrough. We're knocking on the door of impossibilities. We're knocking on the door of miracles. In the name of Jesus, we're knocking on the door of blessings. Don't stop knocking. Give the Lord a hand this morning. Come up. You learned something today? There comes Matt to show off again. That's fine, man. That's all right. I tell you today to wrap this up, the challenge of asking, seeking, and knocking must be met with the willingness to be persistent. I have to be willing to be be persistent at this thing. And look at, I I get it. Trust me, I I get it. (laughs) It takes time, it can be sacrifice. But how deep are you willing to go? How much are you willing to sacrifice? How consistent are we willing to be? I'll be honest, this isn't for the faint of heart. This isn't for the quitter. It's not. This is not for the one who's immature. This is for the one who is determined. I can't live life apart from you, God. I can't live life away from you. I can't live life thinking I don't need you. Put it simply, asking, seeking, and knocking is going to require some faith. I said some, but the real word is it's going to require a lot of faith. Because when God says no or says wait or hold on or not now or we'll see. (laughs) Parents, that's one of your favorites, right? We'll see. We'll see. Do we stop? Do we give up? The lie of the enemy is to get the people of God to stop praying simply when they don't get the answer they want. Church, I believe in a God who does give when we ask. I believe in a God who does reveal himself when we seek him. I reveal in a God who does open doors when we're knocking. I've seen it. I'm still seeing it. And I give my God thanks for it every single day. Are we doing our part to ask, seek, and knock through prayer every day of our lives? And in the name of Jesus, let it be known that it's not in vain. To a world you may look crazy sometimes. Why do you keep going to church? 
Why do you keep worshiping and praying? Why do you keep inviting me? Why, 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 do you, why do you keep doing this? Why do you keep reading your Bible? Why? <laughs> One, I love God. I love him. Two, I want to get to know him more. But what if in the end it was just a simple matter? Life is long and I need to be doing it with God every single day. Don't miss out on something God has for you today because we haven't offered up today's prayer. Church, this is a sermon of a challenging declaration. Are you willing to be asking, seeking, and knocking on a daily basis? It's not the easiest thing in the world. I'll admit it to you and I'll give it to you. But it will be one of the most rewarding things you can ever do in life. Church, we serve a good God. And if he tells us to do something, it's for our benefit. I pray that we will be asking, seeking, and knocking. And even though it stretches our faith sometimes, we'll keep doing it because we know that doors are going to be open. We're going to find some great things about God and we will receive what we need. If you believe it, give the Lord a hand this morning. In Jesus' name. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I want to ask you a question. simple question how many here would say I want to get better at this <laughs> simple simple question I just want to get better at this uh, Lord how about this stay with me listen convict me about it God what if I can't even sleep in peace until I've offered up my prayers to God today I can't even get a good night's rest until I've been asking seeking and knocking today that's a bold prayer isn't it but, but, but I need it I simply just I just want to get better at this God this is a lifestyle I want to embrace if that's you to simply say I want to embrace this lifestyle I want to be better at this just do me a favor will you stand to your feet right there you're at in your chair just stand don't wait for anybody else to stand you stand don't wait for anybody else to, to get up you get up I want to get better at this. And you may say, I'm pretty good at it already. Well, I would tell you this. You can be better at it. <laughs> My mom told me one time, man, I pray every day, but I tell God it's still not enough. We can always be better at it. Lift up your hands today. Father, I pray this morning in the name of Jesus. Lord, that we have a desire that there's a hunger in our heart. Father God, that we will never grow tired of seeking after you, asking, knocking. Father, I pray today in Jesus' name for the faint of heart. I hear you, the one who's maybe a little tired, the one who's maybe been saying, I don't know, I've been asking a lot, but it doesn't seem like anything's changing. No, 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 no. Asking, seeking, knocking. I speak strength over you. I speak encouragement to you. I speak hope in you. I speak faith to arise in Jesus' name. I say today in the name of Jesus, we are people praying, people longing for God, not just within the four walls of the church, praying to him by our bedside, praying to him in our prayer closet, praying to him in our garage, in our backyard, praying to him in the quiet room of our house, praying to him. God give you wisdom. I hear you, some of your parents, I have kids, hard to have, to, no, no, God give you wisdom. You have the time, you find the time. God give you strength, God give you encouragement today. I say today, now here we go, that when we ask, we shall receive. When we seek, we shall find. And when we're knocking, the door of heaven shall be opened. I say today in Jesus' name, there's power in our prayers. In the name of Jesus, I say today that as we pray, heaven moves, the earth shakes. 
as we pray the hands of God unfold and untie themselves and God says let me do as only I can do that as we pray we say today in the name of Jesus bodies are healed families are saved lives are changed our minds are changed in the name of Jesus we're growing we're mighty we're strong we receive strength and hope and encouragement church you're asking you're seeking you're knocking will not be in vain but as we seek and knock and and ask of God we shall see heaven move we shall see God do great things we will not quit we're gonna pray until Jesus comes we're gonna lift up his name until we get home and we shall make it be known not by power not by might but it shall all be done by the Spirit of God as we pray the Spirit move as we pray father rain down as only you can and Lord we give you all the honor and all the glory and we shall see the results and the rewards of persistent prayer in the name of Jesus we pray amen and amen give the Lord a hand today can we sing a bridge or a chorus to something just to close it out lift up your hands and let's just give God the worship and the honor this morning give him the glory he's a good God church he's a good God he does incredible things I'm excited I have an expectation I'm excited I have an expectation good things mighty things wonderful things to come in the name of Jesus lift up your hands and sing it out this morning in Jesus name He's not done yet. He's not done yet. He's not done yet. What it seems to be walls lately, what seems to be mountains lately, what seems to be roadblocks lately, they have been strategically positioned to demonstrate the power of God in a unique way. So we say today in the name of Jesus, Father, strength, courage, boldness, that the life that is lived is not one of its own, but one surrendered to you. So I say today, Lord, you move mountains as only you can. You make ways as only you can. And let this life be a testimony that even the highest of mountains are no match for a glorious God. And Lord, through this life, Father, many shall see your goodness. Many shall see your light. Many shall know of your name. For Lord, even the darkest of valleys cannot quench the light within. So Father, let it be known today in Jesus' name that the mountains are falling, the walls are coming down, and the valleys are about to be pierced with lights. Lord, I declare in the name of Jesus, new season, new beginning, fresh water, fresh wind, let it be done. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. One last time, church, lift up his name and give him all the honor and glory this morning. this week our vision is to plant churches that are life-changing if you would like to support our ministry you can easily do so by visiting our website pursuitcc.com also follow us on all social media outlets by using at pursuitcc thank you and god bless